The final three Beatitudes. The Beatitudes challenge us to view the world through a new perspective, a kingdom perspective. So far, we've seen how the first three Beatitudes point us toward humility and the middle three towards justice. Today, let's turn to the final three Beatitudes, which theologian Scott McKnight suggests focus on creating peace. Matthew 5, 9 through 12. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad. Because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Blessed are the peace creators. The kingdom of God operates on an entirely different value system than the kingdoms of this earth. In a world full of fighting, slander, and offense, Jesus says that people who create peace are the blessed ones. Peacemakers recognize that God is for peace and therefore seek reconciliation instead of retaliation and relationship instead of division. Peacemaking is not about being nice or tolerant. It's not about avoiding difficult conversations or appeasing people to keep from rocking the boat. Scott McKnight writes, The peacemaker, as the person whom Jesus blesses, seeks to reconcile not by pretending there are no differences or by suppressing differences, but by creating love of the other that transcends differences or that permits the people to join hands in spite of differences. Scott McKnight, The Story of God Commentary, Sermon on the Mount. Peacemakers actively enter into difficult situations to do the hard work of creating peace. In this way, they are like God himself, who willingly entered into our situation to do the painful work of making peace. That is why Jesus calls them children of God. The final two Beatitudes bless those who are persecuted and insulted for following Jesus. Again, from Scott McKnight. Blended together, the persecuted are those who seek God's will in spite of what others want, who love God so much that they are faithful to God when oppressed, and who follow Jesus so unreservedly they suffer for him. Inherit and persecution, then, are both a love of God and a denial of self. Scott McKnight, The Story of God Commentary, Sermon on the Mount. It is important to recognize that persecution is not the loss of privilege. In our 21st century world, Christians are often quick to cry persecution over our diminishing influence in society. When we do not get our way in matters of social, cultural, or political mandates, we can be tempted to cry foul. Sometimes this perceived persecution is even used to justify our own bad behavior or as a means to try to regain power. In this way, rather than creating peace, we become just another party sowing division. Jesus blesses those whose hearts are so set on following him in the ways of his kingdom that they refuse to respond with like for like when they face verbal abuse, bullying, and rejection. Of course, Jesus himself faced all of those things as he set out to create peace. 
His whole mission centered on reconciliation and relationship. As the Apostle Paul recounts, For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Colossians 1, 19-20 Peacemaking is often painful and sacrificial. But when we follow Jesus in the ways of his kingdom, our lives will begin to be marked as peace creators, and we will be blessed. Reflection questions. Are there any ways you are contributing to division in relationships or systems? What is one action you could take to help create peace?